Blog Talk Radio.
Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Our Own Voices Live. I am one of your hosts, Rodney Smith, and we're bringing a hot show to you today. We're going to have Miss Michelle on Our Own Voices this afternoon, and she's going to be talking about her second annual Las Vegas Black Film Festival. That's right. We have a black film festival and it is here in Las Vegas. As I mentioned, it is the second, so obviously there was the first, and it was such a phenomenal success that it bred the second. She's going to have some special guests. She has multiple types of programs, workshops. You all definitely want to stay tuned and listen to this. Uh, let me tell you a little bit about Our Own Voices Live. Our Own Voices Live comes to you every Saturday at 4, most Saturdays at 12.30 p.m. on the West Coast, that would be 2.30, excuse me, 3.30 p.m. for those of you back east. Big shout-out to all my Chicago, Detroit, New York listeners. Uh, Big shout-out to the folks down there in Texas, especially Houston. Thank you so much for tuning in. We know there's so much you can do with your day, but I thank you for a little bit more about Our Own Voices Live. Our Own Voices Live is a radio show featuring people and stories from our community in Las Vegas the surrounding area, and someplace near you. America is the greatest country on earth due to its cultural diversity and not in spite of it. Our mission is to help bridge the cultural and ethnic divide in America by working together to build the greatest bridge in history to unite us. And some of the ways we do it, obviously, is shows like Our Own Voices Live. We also have Our Own Voices the print and digital magazine, which is where it all originated. And the idea, the concept, was that we're all American, but we all come from someplace else. Some because we wanted to, others not so much. But the fact is that we are here now. We all call ourselves Americans. How much do we truly know about one another? So our attempt is to help educate folks about, but also to help educate each group that represents another group of people in the world, but that here in America, about each other, how much do we truly know about our neighbor? May not look like us, but they're still American. Well, I believe that if we know a little bit more about one another, we have less fear, and it's more likely that we can do things as maybe we should and do less of those things that we should not. Hence, our own voices, yes, we all have a voice, and I hope to hear from your voice today. Uh, you can reach us if you would like to call into the show, uh, 347-826-9600. Once again, that's area code 347-9600. We'd love to hear what you have to say, and especially when we bring our guests on, this lady is dynamic does so much and has done such a lot in a small period of time. She has made her mark on the stage. She is making a mark here in the city, and not just in Las Vegas, but all over the country. You'll hear her in a little while. And, of course, this show would not be possible if it was not for my co-host, Mrs. Angela Thomas. Hey, Angela, welcome to the show. Hey, Rodney. Hello, world. Um Another fantastic Sunday on our hands. I don't know what we're going to do with this abundance of sunshine and good weather, Rodney. It's just been the best. 
you know, this is one of the best times to be in Las Vegas temperature-wise. Now, for those of you who may be suffering allergies and the like, we do have quite a bit of wind here in Las Vegas. And this is one of the times where if you do go outside, you want to have your gas mask on or just stay inside. <laughs> yeah. As an allergy sufferer, I can relate to that, too. <clears throat> it's beautiful. But for those that suffer from asthma and allergies, such as myself, it can be challenging. You know, I've been on this broadcast half in, half out, sort of in, sort of out. So take care of yourself out there. Put the mask on, take the allergy medicine, and, you know, do what you can. Yes, please do. And I guess, you know, I see people suffering with allergies <laughs> and sinusitis, those breathing elements, ailments. And I was outside in my backyard this week, and I was taking in all of the various aromas. And when I go walking, uh, usually I try to do it in the morning. Most of the times it winds up being in the afternoon, and I was passing by the various foliage, and I was taking in the aromas, thinking how great it was to be outside and smell all of that stuff. And my goddaughter came over to visit, and we were sitting in the backyard, and again, it was all the aromas and the flowers, and I was taking it in, and I, I asked her if she could smell it, and she said, no. And I was a little surprised. And I know she had allergies and, and breathing problems. I said, well, can you smell a little bit of it? And she said, no. No. Nope. didn't smell a thing. And I thought, and, and I guess maybe that's when it really hit me about just how deep these uh, allergies and sinusitis are because I said, wow, here it is, my goddaughter, and this these beautiful aromas in nature. And she's not able to take in any of it. And that's when I realized what a deficit it is to people's lives who are not able to. Uh, I mean, we understand when you can't breathe, but it's another thing when you are breathing, but you can't take in one of the wonders, and, and that's using your one of our senses, and that's the sense of smell. Absolutely. It is a challenge. Uh, I just celebrated a birthday, and my husband sent me flowers, and... I could not smell them, and I was scared. You know, there were a couple of uh, flowers in the arrangement where you could see the the pollen or the the, the, the product in the bud, and well, you know, they they're flowers. They naturally produce these things, and I <laughs> sneezed for the last week. But I've, you know, I love my arrangement and I kept it. But I sort of kept it at a distance too. <laughs> so it is, well, you know, a challenge. Well, again, I'm uh, so to so all of the allergy, allergy <clears throat> and sufferers out there, people with sinusitis and other breathing ailments with asthma. A big shout out to all of you. I know this is a uh, weather-wise, as far as temperatures, is a great time to be in Las Vegas but it can definitely be challenging for those of you with breathing problems. So just want to let you know that we we are thinking about you and uh, wish you the best. Angela, yes. you know you know what month this is, the month of April, as far as cultural awareness? For those of uh, you who may not know, <laughs> and this one's going to surprise you, but this is, Af- this is Arab American Heritage Month. Again, because America is made up of so many different groups, there's usually cultural awareness for 
many of them, if not most. And when I was doing a speaking engagement out of the university, we would, I was talking about this with some of the students, and they did not know that there was a cultural awareness for most months. And they even asked me uh, if there was one for Arab Americans, and I said, yes, there is. And that was last month, this is this month, and guess what, last month, uh, being uh, March, Women's History Month. Before that, it was Black History Month. And guess what? This month, it is Arab-American Arab Heritage Month. So big shout-out to all the Arab-Americans in this country. It does uh, take a patchwork to, to make this quilt that we call America, and they are a part of it. So take the time to get to know a little bit about Arab-Americans, their contributions, to this country, uh, for that matter, to the world, uh, because after all, they are, we are, all Americans. Uh, that's one of the things that we like to do each month is highlight that. And, Angela, as we talk about the different cultural awarenesses, our main subject today is uh, we have a, a guest, Miss Michelle, uh, Miss Michelle King. She's going to be on the show today, and she's going to be talking about the second annual Las Vegas Black Film Festival. Woo -woo. I mean, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm pretty hyped on that. <laughs> Not the first. This is the second, which meant that there was a first. But think about this. She's the one who created it and made it. Let's have a first. What a major accomplishment. Absolutely phenomenal. It was a great event last year. I did have an opportunity to stop in and <clears throat> spent a little bit of time with the Las Vegas Black Film Festival last year, and I'm looking forward to having a, a bigger presence and hanging out a, a, a lot more and uh, experiencing a lot <clears throat> of the activities that I, I missed last year. I'm really looking forward to the... Um, the acting, I, I forget what she calls it, but they're in a boxing ring, and they're just, you know, it's like going down in a boxing ring. Uh, there's going to be many components of the uh, film festival. Uh, there's also going to be a, a stepper set for those steppers out there, and, and you know, I have to get that in because even though I'm not one, I love to watch it and be around them. They're just cool, classy people. Uh, there's going to be a formal reception. I mean, there's just m so many different facets of uh, the Las Vegas Black Film Festival. And I hope that as many of you as possible can actually come down and be a part of it. Uh, it is, I think, a phenomenal uh, event. You all will be glad that you had a chance to make it there. Uh, it starts on April 23rd. That's right, April 23rd, 2015. Uh, there's going to be a champagne toast at from 5 to 6. So hopefully you all can get down there and take a part of that. And Miss Michelle is going to have her signature orange carpet uh, there in the theater lobby inside the Suncoast Hotel. A big portion of this is going to be the screen of her new film, and she's going to talk about that when she comes on the show from 7 to 9. And you don't want to miss that. You do not want to miss that. I had the pleasure of going down and watching some of the uh, 
just setting it up, getting the actors together, going over their lines, talking about who's playing what character. That was fascinating all in itself. Right, so it's a process. Yes, Filmmaking is a team sport. Absolutely. Filmmaking is a team sport, and it is a process, and it is fascinating if you have the opportunity to to uh, go and watch a production come together. It's always a good thing to do so. It's so important to um, the makeup of a country to have <clears throat> creatives actually, you know, lending their skill to the voice of their community. That's what I love about film. And this gives a lot of people some opportunity to act right here in Las Vegas. People say, Rodney, why are you in Las Vegas? Well, this Las Vegas, the second annual Las Vegas Black Film Festival is another example of that. Notice I said that it was the second. This is 2015. So that means the first was in 2014. So up until then, there was no Las Vegas Black Film Festival. But yet, it took one person to make a decision that there would be with a lot of help with other folks. And now we have that Las Vegas Black Film Festival. So, you know, you all get down there, check it out. We'll try to put some more information on our website to let you all know what's going on, when it's going on. We want you all to be a part and take part of it. you know, Miss Michelle, a, a local so much. And this is not, even though she's having a premiere of her film, this is not her first film. Uh, she is well established in the filming and cinematic community here and is actually an award winner. And when she comes on, she's going to tell you about some of those awards. And one of her latest ones, hopefully she'll get a chance to share with us because it kind of blew me away. Uh, as much of the things that she does blows me away. Uh, Angela, being a student of film, mm. what is, from your perspective, just take a couple of minutes to tell us and share us the significance, one, of having a, a film festival, but specifically a black film festival. Um, first part of your question was the significance of of film uh, to a community. I think that storytelling is vital. Uh, Whatever your medium is doesn't matter to me, but film particularly uh, is a, 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 a living archive of a time um, it can mark history even if a film is just telling supposedly the the story of of a person's everyday life it is still an archival mark of what was going on with a community with um a gen, uh, you know, a, a specific gender, a specific nationality. It is an archival mark. It's a way of branding, um, like branding a moment, uh, etching, a, you know, a, a period of time out within um, within the context of the world. Uh, 
<clears throat> I uh, worked on Love Jones. I worked on Soul Food. I worked on a number of TV shows, big and small, uh, while being a student at Columbia College. Uh, the last time I went home, one of the, one of the significant projects for me was uh, our park. Our parks in Chicago, we're kind of legendary for our parks, but there was a multi-million dollar uh, refacing, rebranding of uh, the Great Grant Park, which is in downtown Las Vegas, and I'm I'm sorry, downtown Chicago. (laughs) I really live in Vegas now. Uh, which is in downtown Chicago. It is the park that you see the most when you walk the Magnificent Mile, if you visit the Art Institute or the um, aquarium or our planetarium. All all of those spaces sit within uh, Grant Park. Uh, One project that my class had the opportunity to participate in that I, I didn't see before, I didn't see it finished, uh, before I moved was the video wall that has kind of become iconic, uh, an iconic piece of new uh, art installation in Chicago. There is a a uh, a water, you know, a sprinkler water kind of uh, feature in uh, in Grant Park, and our class was the class that had the opportunity to take all of those images and do the video for uh, that wall. And it wasn't until a few years later that I went home to, uh, unfortunately, bury my grandmother that I actually had an opportunity to see the finished work. And I just had so many memories of trying to talk Chicagoans who were busy going about their day into letting us (laughs) take their picture and if they had something to say, say it into the the camera, and just the process we went through in selecting which ones would be a part of that of 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 that um, installation. So to become as an as an artist and a, a creator, to have had the opportunity to be a part of a city's. Um, extension of of such an iconic space in Chicago just changed my life. I was a film student that went to film school to actually do television. I I didn't really have the aspiration to do film, uh, but I, I wanted to do TV because, to me, television lasts a little longer. I'm still watching reruns of The Brady Bunch and Gilligan's Island, Um but I have so much regard for the time and energy that uh, happens when a group of people come together under the uh, pre- under the context of creating an image that's going to last and, and, and endure and go on and on and on. And it wasn't until film school where I learned, you know, the history of film and and how uh, our country archives film with the Library of Congress and um, things of that nature where it really hit me how few people 
have this opportunity to get this sort of uh, training under their belt and to fine-tune their storytelling uh, skills and how they will present those stories. So, you know, I loved my time at Columbia College. I loved getting my education, and I love being a, a fellow filmmaker in the context of uh, the black community. What does black film mean for us? Man, it's so significant, not just on a social uh, level, but, you know, as I alluded to before, history is so important. I still look at Claudine and, and I'm like, wow, the rawness of of Diane Carroll getting up out of bed with James Earl Jones and putting on her pantyhose. I I still remember my um, very dear family friend, Miss Ann Lindsay, who would uh, shampoo and do my uh, pressing curl. She used to be the the stocking lady. She she had a uh, several shopping bags and she carried every color and just how film and film in the uh, in the context of telling black stories and highlighting black life and um, being a a putting a lens on our community how it lends itself to you know just archiving our history our our history outside of the textbook it's just deep mm. well just like chicago and new york Places lauded for their cultural contribution to this country have film festivals. Utah has film festivals and this is and that. L.A. Well, guess what? Las Vegas has its own black film festival, and this is the second annual Las Vegas Black Film Festival uh, with Miss Michelle, and it's going to premiere her brand new movie. So you all will get a chance to get those tickets and get down there. You're going to be in for a real treat. So without any further ado, let's bring on the founder of the Las Vegas Black Film Festival, one of the stars of her new premiere film, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Michelle Payne. Welcome to our show, Miss Michelle. Thank you, Rodney. How are you today? Uh, I am doing if you can't tell, awesome. I'm really excited about having you on the show. You're a person that I've known for a while, mostly from a distance, but also someone that I've gotten to know a little bit better. I admire your tenacity, your energy even, to take on some of these endeavors that you've done, and your story is just so interesting. I think the folks are in for a treat. You have the second annual Las Vegas Black Film Festival you know, so many people say that there's no culture in Las Vegas. And I tell them, well, if it's not, why don't you create something? And here it is. You have created a large chunk of culture for all folks here in Las Vegas, but something that specifically black folks can really be proud of uh, because it's something that they can see themselves, and you give so many opportunities to so many other people in the process. So please take a moment to tell us a little a little bit about yourself and how you came up to establishing the Las Vegas Black Film Festival. 
Um, well, Rodney, to tell you a little bit about myself, um, uh, just to say it in a few words, I just I love what I do. Period. Um, I feel like I was born to do what I'm doing at this very time in my life uh, because the path that I've been on has uh, actually put me here, and I'm just very excited about about you know being on a path. I, I always quote um, a famous author, Goth, G O T H where he says, until your purpose is discovered, your existence has no meaning. And I'm so happy that I'm not just existing uh, in this uh, time that God has given me uh, on planet Earth, but I'm actually walking in my purpose. Um, And so uh, I'm doing what I was called to do, purpose to do, planted here to do. And I know that because I'm at at the greatest peace in my life that I've ever been in. And so I'm really happy that I was able to find that place and and that um, even more excited that that place didn't just include me. It includes the people I love, uh, supporting other people, uh, creating platforms for other people to shine because God knew when he made me. That was That's the one thing that brings me the greatest joy, and that is being a bridge for someone else to shine. So I'm excited about that. So that's who I am in a nutshell and um, what prompted this whole uh, Black Film Festival is um, I I went back to school after I put my daughter through college and got her set up for her her launching into to adulthood. I wanted to do something more productive with my talent and everything, so I went back to school to get uh, my degree in the field of work that I've been doing for more than 20 years. But I was wanted to go to another level with it, and, and that I come from the stage uh, and taking it to the big screen. And so, went back to school, finished, got my degree in cinema production, my bachelor of fine arts degree, and then uh, found out uh, after traveling lots of places that there wasn't uh, as many platforms around the country uh, for African Americans as there are for uh, other cultures. So. Um, being a native here in Las Vegas, you know, um, and having and spending a lot of money traveling everywhere else just to be around other filmmakers who look like me, uh, you know, I thought this is the entertainment capital of the world. We got to have one here. I mean, it just don't make sense that we don't. So because I was new to film, you know, I'm searching Google and trying to figure out where's the Black Film Festival in Vegas because there's one in Cali, Texas. You know, San Diego, Florida, absolutely, Chicago, absolutely. There's a huge uh, black film festival community outside of our community, yeah. Right, right. So I was like, there's got to be something for Vegas. So I looked, and when I discovered that there wasn't, and this is a real thing, I don't know if you've ever had a moment where you know God spoke to you and you knew it was God, and it was one of those moments. Uh, I was in the car driving from Boulder City. I had went to the Damn Short Film Festival. And and this is not to slight the Damn Short Film Festival because I appreciate what they do. But I sat, they were showing 100 films, short films, in a three-hour, a three-day span. And I sat and watched 42 films. Uh, and I couldn't take it anymore because none of those films showcased an African-American. After 42, I was like, okay, now wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Something is wrong here. It's eye-opening, absolutely. Right, right. I was like, the silence oh, of, of, of black filmmakers is deafening when you go to other 
film festivals. festivals. Exactly. And so I'm sitting in there, and then I started looking around the arena in the room where I was in the theater where I was sitting, and I noticed that there was only two people that looked like me in the whole, and it was a packed house. Mm-hmm. So I had an issue with that on my drive home, and that's what prompted me to Google, there's got to be a black film festival in Vegas. And when I found there wasn't, that's when I heard God speak to me, and he said, you do it. <laughs> Real simple. He just said, you do it. And I swear, I, I had to pull over. It was one of those moments where you just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, you know. <laughs> uh, so so that's what happened. And then he took me to, in his word, where he says, you know, uh, in Philippians uh, chapter 1, where he talks about how um, it was reserved in heaven for you. Because I said, why? Why me? Why, why, why me? We always ask that when we think something is too good to be true. Um, and and I did, and he said, because it was reserved in heaven for you. And then when I started thinking about the path that my life had been on, all the things that I had accomplished, I said, yeah, why not me? After that, I got busy, uh, put the first one together, got blessed uh, for sponsors to come on board the first year that really helped out uh, to make it happen. And we had over 600 people in attendance at the first one. And this year we we already exceeded that that um, number of participants who are registered and uh, and attending. So we're hoping for uh, even greater numbers at the door, which is what happened last year. We had probably 300 people registered, and by the time the you know opening night came, we we we, we didn't have no room in the theater because people were like, I didn't know what was going on. I hadn't heard about this. What is it? And then they were buying tickets and passes and everything at the door. So our numbers doubled uh opening night so we went over to um over our number uh, 100% profit and uh over 600 people in attendance and this year it's already exceeded that in the pre Girl won't he do it? <laughs> <laughs> won't he do it? So we so excited, you know, we got a lot lot of submit we doubled in our submissions this year and producers are coming from everywhere. We've got people coming from uh Europe and Rwanda, Africa, everywhere. They come from So it's turned into here. it's taking an international turn this year. Exactly, which is my ultimate vision. Uh we are definitely not because you know, I'm I'm a person who studies Las Vegas numbers. is an international destination. It, it has an exactly. international presence, so it only makes sense. Exactly. So that's the goal, you know, to make black I was going to say, you know, when you study colors, you know that to come up with black, you have to have all the other colors oh, mixed in to make it. Yep. And that's what our festival is all about. I was telling, I, I think I mentioned to Rodney, or some, somebody called me last year. I don't know who it was. It was a Caucasian person. I will say that because a person <laughs> called me. person called me and he says, uh, so are you the founder? And I'm like, yes, how can I help you? And he says, um, so I'm white. And he said, uh, your festival says it's black. <laughs> so, so he says, uh, does that mean I can't come? And I, and I paused for a moment. I wanted to answer him with the best way I could, So the best answer that I could. So I did, and I said to him, uh, I said, no, you can't come. I don't want you to come. And he said, oh, oh, so it really is a prejudicial thing. I said, no, 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 not that. I said, you can't come because you sound like a fool. We don't want any fools at the festival. I don't oh, care what boy. You, you know. And now I did respond to him like that. And uh, um, I don't know if he showed up or not, but I will tell you the pictures will reflect that we had a diverse cultural response. There was a whole bunch of Caucasian people there. Uh, 
who support us, and Indians and Hispanics. We even had a couple of Hispanic films uh, that were submitted that were shown in the festival. And so we had a multicultural opening of our festival year one. So that fool that called me, um, yeah, I hope he didn't come. And if he did come, I hope that he uh, got a clear understanding that, you know, to make black, you have to incorporate all the colors. So that's what we're about. Black is beautiful because everybody's everybody's welcome. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what it's about, you know. How, and, Michelle, and, and, and after, well, I'm sorry, after last year, Miss Michelle, I, I did have the pleasure of coming um, to a couple of the events last year. I, I was covering something else, so I couldn't stay as long as I wanted to. But, okay. Um. I'm going to be there for the whole ride this year because I was so proud of you and so impressed with the presentation. What can the people look forward to seeing this year? And talk to me about uh, some of the things that you've added on that what maybe weren't there last year. So we're international this year. All right, I'm international. <laughs> Actually, we were international last year. We had some people from uh, Belize here on last year. Uh, they Wonderful. Had a film. And it was actually a wonderful thing. So, uh, but we're going even more international this year. <laughs> okay, we're turning uh, it up. Yeah, we're turning it up this year. Some of the things we added this year, uh, we changed the time of our actors' showdown because it was during the midday on Friday. That's the last name. Week. I could not think of the name just a minute ago, and I was so mad I missed it last year. Tell everybody about it. Oh man, that is one. That was one of our biggest hits. It's a signature event. I'll tell you, I was sitting here thinking, I want to do something for the actors because movies don't happen without the actors. Amen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I said, I want to do something special for them and showcase the actors. And what I came up with was a, a monologue competition, but then I wanted to put a Las Vegas uh, tone over it, you know, and I thought we're mm-hmm. known for boxing and showdowns and that type of thing. So we were able to get a real boxing ring and erect it in a showroom. And the actors, we call it our actors' showdown. And the actors get in the, in the boxing ring, and uh, they compete <clears throat> for, uh, with a three-minute monologue against each other for the heavyweight title, Best Actor. Uh, All right now. And it is I heard so it was fun. really fantastic, though. I can't wait oh to see God. it this that's, year. That's why we changed the time, because last year it happened at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And people uh-huh. were like, oh, my God, I had to take off work to be here. I wasn't going to miss it, that type of thing. This year we made it from 6 to 9 p.m., and it is the, the main event that happens just for our all-white party. So it's going to be exciting. We've got uh, 20 contestants that will be competing for the title, uh, Actors Heavyweight Champion. We have a cash prize. They will def- uh-huh. Whoever wins will uh, land a lead role in an upcoming film. We have independent filmmakers and studio filmmakers that will be present looking uh, at the winner and will find a place for them in an upcoming film, for sure. I guarantee they will have a role in an upcoming film. Uh, our winner last year took home. Uh, Floyd Mayweather gave us an autographed uh, pair of boxing gloves last year for our winner. That was awesome. That's super that. cool. Yeah, he gave her that. I told her, hold on to him, and when he is no longer in office, you're going to make your money on eBay. <laughs> but um, anyway, she um, got those gloves, got her title, and she's actually one of the lead uh, actresses in the, the opening night premiere of my new movie that's coming out that's going to premiere Thursday night at the second annual. So she, you get to see her 
Give everybody yeah. the title of your movie and tell them, tell us a little bit about uh, what it's about. Institutionalized. Right uh, now. Is, is the title of the movie. And without giving away the plot, I will tell you it's about, you know, when people think about being institutionalized, they always think about somebody who went to jail, came out, goes back, repeat offenders, just keep going back. They can't mm-hmm. stay out of function. We do have that element uh, featured in the film, but it's not about that uh, because – there are so many other scenarios where our people and other people are imprisoned in their own minds, and they got all kind of institutionalized situations going on. And in our movie, it highlights about five different scenarios. We have um, a scenario where there is a relationship issue where you have a good man in a bad situation with a woman. You know, sometimes we always highlight how bad the man is, and uh and and then the woman is being mm-hmm. treated well. I did a lifetime flip on this story. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna show how the woman is is a is, is a, the issue her. here. It's the problem child. Uh huh. She got her a good man, but the problem is this this person is institutionalized. He he and she he can't recognize like, the gift she got before her. All right. Well, you know. <laughs> and, and so so we deal with that, and then there's another character who. Uh, you know how some single women, they're productive, they're beautiful, and they got everything going for them, but uh, they settle for riffraff, and so they keep dating the same old sorry um, type of person, men, over and over mm-hmm. and over again. Yeah, she's institutionalized because she hasn't wrapped her mind around how wonderful she really is and, you know, set her standards. Okay. That type of thing. I cannot wait to see this film. <laughs> yeah. I've been following you on Facebook, so I know you had been training intensively. Oh yeah, oh my, oh yeah, because I got to be fly on the orange. Curve. Girl, them guns are serious. <laughs> and I'm going to show off the guns and the waistline and the legs. Right. So I'm showing it all. Yep, at 47 years old, I dare any 20 year old to step next to me on the carpet. Come on, bring it. All right, <laughs> I, I just celebrated a birthday where I turned 49, and I my tagline for the birthday was 49 is still fine. So I'm. You know, I feel so you, sister. you better tell them. Tell them, <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah, so the movie is going to deal with highlighting a bunch of uh, different scenarios of what it means to be institutionalized and how to get free. It's, it's a good, it's a good uh, movie. A lot of intense, uh, some, some good stuff going on in this movie. <laughs> okay, I look forward to that. Talk to me, talk to the audience, and talk to all of us about um, what you hope to take away. Will be what was the takeaway last year for you, and what do you hope the takeaway this year will be uh, for you as far as uh, ushering in um, filmmakers and creating this space for filmmakers to showcase their talent and to network with one another? And what do you hope to incubate with with doing this? You know, Las Vegas. I don't know. I'm a native. I was born and raised in this city, and it is known for being. Uh, just um, divided, <laughs> right? You know, it's known mm-hmm. for that. You know, the churches don't support each other, and and artists don't support each other, and it's just a bunch of that going on here. Um, but what I saw last year with what I've created here is that not only do filmmakers, because you can't make a movie by yourself, or it's happening. impossible. And you know, you a lot of people do don't <laughs> understand that they have the aspiration to be in film. But it is a team sport, and if you want to do film, you better be good at uh, working in a a group setting. 
Exactly, because you got the person behind the camera, the person in front of the camera. You got the light, the sound, the gaffers, the food, people making food. You got, it's the, the Girl, is, come on I, now. Tell you somebody. Got you got the folks them. after you got everything in the can. You got to deal with editing and sound and and editing, uh, colorization. Sound. and Oh, Lord. Yeah, it's a process. It's a, it's a lot. So you have to have... Uh, you have to have that team uh, mindset to to make a film. So with us doing a film festival, what I wanted to do is incorporate workshops that include everybody. And our main underlining focus in every workshop, in every event, is that you can't do this by yourself. We have to come mm-hmm. together as a team. And with it being a festival um, with, with a, a launching pad that says celebration on it, which is why I chose an orange carpet instead of red, because the color orange means to praise and celebrate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what our festival is all about. So what I hope to incubate in the minds of our people is like a rebirthing of unified uh, togetherness with everything that we do. Because with this festival, we bring together not just filmmakers, but the lighter. All the workshops include, you know, directing for the film, writing for the film, acting for the film. We got workshops for everybody that it takes, you know, even workshops to teach actors, about the professionalism of being, if you're taking your, your work serious, you know how some people, when you're growing up, you want to be an actor, and they say you need to get a real job. That is a real <laughs> job. So you need, to, you need to take it seriously. So we have um, master workshop people that are coming to teach um, what you have to do, uh, you know, to be profe- a professional. Professional in this industry. Exactly. exactly. And so, and, and with the same thing with our distribution workshops and our, we teach people how to, the people who have great ideas, they don't know how to get in front of people and talk about it. We have a pitch fest for that. You, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, a both, it's an interactive workshop where people will also um, get a chance to learn how to pitch if they don't know how. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. It's a skill. It's a skill, people. It's not just getting up there. You just met the person. You know, you just met uh, right. Roger Bob, who had three, uh, 11 number one uh, films in six years. Right. Yeah, getting there is a process, but then what are you going to say when you get there? Right, because it's one thing to get an opportunity to get in front of somebody with money who is saying, if you can sell me, I got a check, I'm ready to write. But if you get up there, you're like, um, um. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm So this workshop is an interactive workshop that is really a pitch fest in action. So if you know, if you have a story that deserves to be told, the producers are there, investors are there, to say, hey, I like what you're talking about. Let me pull you to the side, talk to you more about it. You know, um, and if it's something, if you don't know how to pitch, I would recommend you come and learn, so that when you do have something, you come back and now you know what to do. So um, we have those workshops going on, and so I, I hope to incubate um, unity. We got parties going on where you know. I don't know another festival in the country that brings together. Because, you know, Stepping is a whole culture within itself. Chicago. Yes, I'm a Chicagoan. I know very well. Uh, Stepping is a whole lifestyle. Absolutely. It's a whole lifestyle. But what I've been able to do, the Stepping community has embraced me. I've only been Stepping for about two and a half years now, but they have embraced me. As a Chicagoan, you step as soon as you learn how to walk. Right. (laughs) That's how deeply ingrained it is in us. And. Uh, it is a beautiful dance when you see a couple that can really, you know, step in. Most people are attracted to it when they see it. It's just as big as salsa and a lot of other uh, uh, ballroom dancing. 
Absolutely, yeah. and it's a great workout too. It's a great workout, and it's so sexy. And but the thing that attracted me to stepping was the unity that you have to be in with your partner because you have absolutely got to be, be you gotta let that man lead. <laughs> exactly. So I really, I really love that part of it. And so with that said, that's what I mean. I thought that particular and it's a classy party. You know what I mean? People don't come Sure. You grown, you their, dressed, you've got your lashes right. popping, your hair done, your dress exactly. on, your frame frame. Exactly. <laughs> and if we can if we can incubate that type of culture along with, you know, the films and, and, and all the workshops and everything else, I thought stepping would be a was an excellent addition to my already vision. And so when I embraced when I reached out to the steppers, they taught me how to step. They fell mm-hmm. in love with me. I fell in love with them, and now I have a big event that's called Stepping with Stars. So we have celebrity guests that come, and then the star steppers are there, and we got people come from Chicago, Arizona, everywhere, Texas. They come from everywhere for that Steppers are everywhere. That's true. <laughs> yeah, and so with that said, what I did with my movie, uh, I featured a whole scene that I dedicated to the steppers. So the steppers... I have about 30 Just like we did in Love Jones. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. From Las Vegas, they're in the movie, and so they'll be there walking on the orange carpet, and, and then you'll see them showcased in the movie. So they are Very the stars. Cool. It's going to be cool. So, yeah, it's a, that's what I hope to continue to incubate, unity, oneness, and then bringing all of us together uh, on one accord and, you know, just creating that unified culture in Las Vegas. Give the website so uh, folks that are in the in the uh Ram of hearing our voices right now, so they'll know where to go to check out highlights from last year and to look at the agenda for this year and buy those tickets. Las Vegas Black Film Festival dot com. That's www Las Vegas Black Film Festival dot com. All spelled out. Um, you can also call seven zero two five eight one. Three three nine zero for any questions that you may have that are not that are not clear to you on the site. Uh, don't call me and ask me what the dates are because they are on the front page of the site. <laughs> Pay attention, people. <laughs> yeah, read the site. Don't call me and ask me how much because the prices are on the site for every breakdown, the passes, and, it, and it's very clearly and very easy to maneuver through. Um, and uh, so, you know, don't ask me something that's on the site just because you want to talk to me. Just go to the site. All the information is there, convenient, at your fingertips, so you will know exactly where, what, where, when, and how to get tickets. www.lasvegasblackfilmfestival.com. Is there a room discount at the Suncoast? Are there rooms still available at this juncture, or have we sold out? There. They, we the rooms uh, on the discount block are completely sold out. Unfortunately, you snooze, you lose. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were sold out uh, March 29th or something like that. Well, praise <laughs> but, God, that's a good thing. Yeah, but the JW Marriott is right next door. There's rooms available there. Uh, of course, there's other hotels in the immediate area where there's rooms available. So don't miss out because the rooms are sold out on the host location. Sure. All right. Well, Vegas, this is Vegas, people. We always got a room for you, so feel yes, free to come if you're on the Strip. <laughs> this is an off-Strip property. It's set, it's set in the middle of beautiful Summerlin, uh, but 
everything is very close and and uh very easily accessible in Las Vegas. We are one of the yeah. easiest cities to maneuver through and oh, we yeah. welcome everybody. I love that you put this uh festival together, Miss Michelle. I really love having uh a place in my home city. I'm from Chicago, but I live here in the desert now. I live here in Las Vegas, and I love that there's a Black Film Festival. I don't have to go to Florida to the American Black Film Festival, which is an excellent film festival, but, you know, you want to have something here here of our own. Some of my favorites are uh, ABF, ABFF, uh, yeah. Merge you in Los Angeles to, with Dr. New York. Yeah. I have, that's right. They have been in New York last year and this year. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I miss Florida. It's still fabulous. It's still it fabulous. is a great, great, great festival. Uh, the the Merge out in Los Angeles, which is doing all types of uh, wonderful programs and um, projects and, and highlighting faith and entertainment. It's nice to have our own here in Las Vegas. So I'm looking forward to coming this year and dedicating all my time and energy to the Las Vegas Black Film Festival. Last Ooh. year I was kind of divided, but uh, this year I'm going to be there the whole ride, and I can't wait to bring our own voices live there. We will be on site uh, broadcasting live from Las Vegas Black Film Festival, so we're, you know, the, the audience is going to get the opportunity to talk to you in the moment. Uh, we will be live streaming with Peri- Periscope. We, we're going to be there with all cameras on the Las Vegas Black Film Festival because we want you to have continued success and continued exposure to the fact that Las Vegas is highlighting black films. Exactly. You don't want to miss Saturday and Sunday. Saturday is when we showcase all of the independent films that are uh, going to be here. All the producers will be here. Uh, they'll be walking on the orange carpet representing, and we have all the celebrity guests. Tommy Ford is going to be here. He has a film that's going to showcase um, conflict of interest, and Tiny Lister is going to be here. He has a film that showcases titled No Weapon. Uh, oh, it's, the list just goes on. Chris, Christy Ferris, a Las Vegas native. She is uh, in a film uh, entitled uh, Steps of Faith, and it's it's showcasing. we got so many films and so many celebrities coming on Saturday. It's going to be fantastic. And Sunday, of course, is our closeout award ceremony and brunch where we will find out who wins the feature, short, documentary, best actor, best actress, best cinematography, best edited, best sound. And, oh, my God, the list just goes on and on. We we will... uh, Provide, give the winners and the awards that day. And our, the highlight of our Sunday uh, closeout ceremony is uh, presenting our legendary film actor uh, award to none other than Academy Award winner Louis Gossett Jr. Uh, what a career! Wow. Yes. <laughs> so he has he is our second year legendary film actor award uh, winner, and he will be here. He will be signing books. His book is entitled Act, "An Actor and a and a Gentleman." So I read it. Here. I read his book and uh, Jay Z's book, uh, Jay Z's last book together. It was so fascinating. I can't wait to talk to him. Uh, it was so yeah. fascinating to read both of their books together because they're two black men from New York City, two different time periods. So I was yeah. up late, night after night, uh, <laughs> reading their accounts 
of being black men moving through creativity and artistry and film and television and music yes. in New York City as the as the uh, backdrop. So I can't wait to have that conversation with him. Yeah, he, and he's a wonderful, wonderful, humble man. He is actually flying in from South Africa to be here with us, so I'm so humbled and so honored wow. that he wouldn't uh, four feet being here. You know, his new miniseries, uh, The Book of Negroes, took off, and he's in South Africa. wonderful, yes. Yeah, so Absolutely. he'll be here. I will so be talking about side. Roots and The Book of Negroes because who <laughs> And what lesbian has had this type of experience, particularly a, a man of color, to have yeah. had an opportunity to take part in an iconic piece like Roots that just really was a transformative piece in this country? Exactly. I mean, do you remember when Roots was on on the air? What it was like I to do. go to school the next day, Miss oh, Michelle? Oh God, I remember. I remember. It was thick, right? <laughs> it really, it was. it was thick. It was something else, Lord. Yes. Let me do a station ID identification. Hi, everyone. You are listening to Our Own Voices Live. Uh, we're a show that comes to you every Saturday, twelve thirty out west, three thirty on the East Coast. And we are happy to be here this Saturday. Um, join us on Facebook, Our Own Voices Live, uh, well, Our Own Voices, and continue to listen to us. We really appreciate each and every listener. We've celebrated our uh, 100,000 listen not that long ago, and we're still growing. Um, we have The Rant with Thomas Berry. Um, and many other shows. We have a new show, a new financial show coming on board called The Rainmaker. If you give him 2% of your attention, he'll earn the other 98% and show you how how to grow your money and um, show your kids a legacy of financial literacy and um, understanding. So that's coming on soon uh, to the Speak Up Network. And you are listening to Our Own Voices Live. We are on air with Miss Michelle, the founder and creator of the Las Vegas Black Film Festival. And I can hardly wait to get back to her. So without further ado, Miss Michelle, welcome to our platform. We're so happy that you joined us today. And as we were saying before I did the station ID, we were talking about the legendary Louis Gossett Jr. What yes. an icon. Yeah, I, I hardly know where to start with him. I mean, I, I did read his book along with Jay Z's book uh, together, and it was just fascinating. Just everything that he's done. Um, one part in the book he was sharing, uh, talking about uh, what it was like to be, you know, so successful in the '70s and finding yourself in the middle of of Hollywood, um, looking like success and and still being pulled over by police and, you know, very brutally dealt with, much along the lines of what's going on uh, today with Black Lives Matter. Can you tell me, as a filmmaker, what is it like uh, for you, and will you be touching on that on that subject um, in some of your, your uh, developing projects? How how important do you think uh, filmmaking will be to the process of uh, growing the movement of Black Lives Matter? Wow. Filmmaking is, I have to say, probably one of the number one mediums to reach people, you know, because even during our recession, uh, you know, the movie industry 
uh, actually increase in revenue as opposed to every other uh, industry in the world that decreased, that took a, cut, a hit. Movie, the movie-making industry increased. And so what filmmaking And that's pretty is, typical of filmmaking, of, 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 yeah. the, of the film industry. In hard times, people do still want to uh, be told a great story. They want to see yeah. magnificent imagery. So, Well, it's because we get to escape. I mean, how many people mm-hmm. do you know that, I mean, this is, you know, people will pay $10 and then pay $30 when they get there for popcorn just to escape. Into $30 a of, for popcorn. For, for, <laughs> right. And then, to, but it's all to sit in a big dark room a bunch to, next to a bunch of strangers, uh, you know, for two two hours, three hours sometimes, depending on the film, and just to escape from reality. And, and so because movie and filmmaking provides that escape that people are willing to pay for to escape the real things that are going on in life. That's why it's important that we as filmmakers tell good stories that keep, that can, that can, you know, cause people to have that time of, uh, you know, relief. Escape and and reflection. I mean, film shows you everything about your life, uh, what it is and what you hope it to be and what it was. I mean, there's no other medium that, covers the human experience that way. Exactly, and we do because we include, you know, music and everything in what we do. So, you know, it's it's a wonderful field of work to be in. Not everyone can do it, but those of us who can, I encourage you to keep making films, keep telling the stories that need to be told, and don't let anybody stop you. All right, you heard it here. Is there anything else that you would like to add uh, at the as we come to the end of our interview. Uh, Rodney, thing would I you want, like to? No, go ahead. The one Ms. thing Michelle. I want to I say is we um, would like to keep in touch and keep everyone notified about the things that are happening at the Las Vegas Black Film Festival year-round. Um, and so we have a text technology that we are using. Uh, so if you want to know more about the film festival and be updated on schedules and who's coming and, and be privy to discounts um, before passes and tickets go on sale, that type of thing throughout the year, and just kind of to be in the know. We want you to text um, LVBFF to 91011 and opt in, and that will give you access to uh, discounts and free advertisements before we go live to the general public year-round. You'll be a member of the Las Vegas Black Film Festival, and sure. uh, you'll get all that information. So just text LV. BFF, those are the acronyms for Las Vegas Black Film Festival, to 91011. That's 91011. LVBFF to 91011. And you'll be in the know. There you have it, folks. Discounts, new films, uh, film screenings, the whole lot, and more. Uh, You can have it come right to your cell phone. Ms. Michelle, yes. before you go, you mentioned something very early in the interview about finding your purpose, knowing your purpose, and mm-hmm. then it sounds like embracing your purpose. Can you share with us what a difference that made with you in general, but also in achieving the many accomplishments that you've had, and then share a little bit about the recent award you received? Oh, okay. Well, um, 
you know, when you walk, like I was, what the quote was that I said is a quote by an author. His last name is Goth, G-O-T-H. And the quote um, simply said, until purpose is discovered, existence has no meaning. And there's so many people who uh, die tragically, and I call those the only tragic death is the one that uh, goes to the grave without fulfilling their purpose, you know. Uh, sure. And, and what I'm grateful uh, about is that in my lifetime, I know that I'm walking in purpose uh, right now, as I, I shared with you my path and how I ended up where I am, and that God spoke to me and said, you know, if this was reserved in heaven for you because I had questions about, you know, this is Las Vegas. You mean to tell me nobody else has come up with doing a Las Vegas black film festival? It's like, I mean, I made my first film, and then I step out and do a festival. I'm like, where, what happened to everybody else? You know, but God mm-hmm. said it for me. So when you have a purpose, you know, the Bible tells us, you know, um, that, um, uh, you know, he, all things work together for the good to them that are called according to his purpose. So when he, and that's Romans eight twenty eight. when he tells us that, I know I'm called, I know I'm walking in his purpose because everything that the path of my life has put me on has brought me to this place that he had reserved in heaven for me. So nobody else could have done it. I'm a Las Vegas native, I'm a black woman, and my path, my path has been to be what I am today. So I know I'm walking in purpose. I'm not just existing because when I was, I knew it. I was not happy. I was spinning my wheels. I was beating the air and trying to figure out what am I supposed to be doing, why am I not happy. I always felt like there was something more I should be doing, but I don't feel like that anymore. That's how I know I'm walking in purpose. I don't feel empty in any area of my life at all. I am so fulfilled and so happy uh, and just so filled with joy and energy. Like crazy. It's, just, it's unbelievable what, I'm, what I feel right now. Um, when you're going through trying to figure it out, you know, then that's how you know you're not walking in your purpose. So until your purpose is discovered, your existence really has no meaning. Just keep on walking, keep searching, and you will find. But you got to have an ear to hear, um, you know, what the Spirit is saying to you, and then don't be afraid to step out. If I would have been afraid to say, uh, I'm going to do it, I'm going to try, I would have never known. Now I have sponsors calling me. Like last year, I didn't know where I was going to get $50,000 from to launch this dream that I wrote down on a piece of paper. But it showed up, and everything got paid for, and I didn't have $50,000 is what I'm saying. Sure. It's because I was walking in my purpose. And this year, uh, I have repeat sponsors, as you can see, Cadillac, Boyd Gaming, Chapman, Chrysler. All of those are repeat sponsors who called me and said, I have a check for you to come pick up for the second annual. I didn't have to call them because they were impressed with how I fulfilled what I promised I would do on last year. But the promise was only I was repeating what God told me. And, And so, you know, when you trust God, and that's just me, I'm not telling everybody, you know, I'm just saying, if you don't believe in God, um, you know, I do, and that's <laughs> where my strength came from. So I said, hey, you know, God, you told me to do this. You got to make the provision, and that's what he did. So um, that's that's pretty much it in a, in a nutshell as it relates to how I ended up walking in purpose, trusting God, walking without fear, uh, but by faith. And so things are just moving now. I got two wheels on my car. After the next two years, I think I have four wheels, and then 
you're five, I'm going to put it in cruise control and let the festival do what it does, you know? <laughs> uh, and, Miss Michelle, you've also been, you know, you, you're you not in the dark, so to speak. It's not like you're here in Las Vegas and not being recognized. You uh, received an award uh, that was a, quite a prestigious award. Can you share a yeah, little bit actually, about what it was? Those people don't even live here. It's a thespian award that I just received um, from a group, a theater group that is well known all over the country. Um, from they're based out of Atlanta, and I was selected. They do a a national search for um, under uh, the the people that are under celebrated, basically, <laughs> um, for what they've done. And these people told me that they'd been following me for years, and I was. And then when they saw that I stepped out and did the first black film festival in Vegas, and then it was, they did a search on what people thought about it, and they pulled newspaper ads. And really, you know, I was flabbergasted because I didn't even see all these ads and posts and tweets and stuff that people had put out about the festival. But some of the highlights were, oh my God, I've been to a lot of festivals around the world and around the country, and. For Las Vegas to have the first one, and it was Black Film Festival. It was one of the best festivals I had ever been to. It was well organized, and this came from industry people that came that were that came just to see how bad we were going to fail. <laughs> but well, you know what, Miss Michelle, I must say, you you, I I will say this of my experience of the festival. I think everybody was rooting for you. I know everybody was rooting for you, and I know. We all went and told it on the mountain once we went and experienced it, and it was wonderful. Everybody there was welcoming. And I, as a person that goes to a lot of festivals, a lot of conferences, a lot of events, mm-hmm. what I enjoyed about your event was that you could walk right up to the person, and they talked with you, they engaged with you, and they gave you valuable ex- ex- advice and um, uh, seemed to – really engage and deeply um, latch on to the people that approached them. And, and there were no, um, these these were people that I had experienced. You know, the folks that you put up there knew what they were talking about because they do it every day. They yep. had great, great, great success with it, but they took special care of the folks that were in attendance to give exactly. them the information that they needed to go to the next level, and they took their time to do so. I'll tell you this. This is one thing I pride myself on, and anybody who knows me knows this. My heart is for the people. And right. I think that when if you're the visionary behind something, everybody who represents you represents represents you uh, in a in a forum, a, a, a setting, a workshop, or whatever, should have the heart of the visionary and if i had somebody on my panel that would have been mean to the people unreachable can't talk to them can't ask questions and all of that nonsense i don't deal with divas because i know for a fact you can be in this industry hot today not tomorrow so i pride myself on dealing with people who are humble who don't mind pouring back who want to be in touch with the people and give and pour and tell the real stories about the struggle that they had to get where they are but Tell the real stories of how it is possible because how I they overcame it. More importantly, exactly. absolutely, we all exactly. have challenges, and being black in film is definitely a challenge. 
But if you can have, can, if you can make the connections and do the work and bring back the work to the connections that you've made, you are gonna, you're going to matriculate and and move through the system. So I, you know. So that's that's what I tried I enjoyed to, it. To, to the place. Yeah, and I'm glad that you had that experience because that's the one thing. We got to deal with people who don't mind being, to talk to the people because it's about building. You can't build if you, you know, you're swinging your hammer in a place where nobody can touch it, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that's a wonderful thing. I want to, to go back to, to that award that you received. Okay. You were in the process of telling us who, who, who it was and how they found you. Well, the Peach, it's called the Peach Theater Awards, and it is award uh, an award ceremony that takes place on a on the Norwegian cruise line. They send they send for me. I had an all expense paid cruise to the Bahamas, and the award show was fabulous. Um, I knew nobody on there. Um, they picked me all the way from the West Coast and said, "Hey, we we picked you because your festival was the best new stage platform." Uh, among black film festivals in the country. <laughs> so I was like, what? <laughs> and uh, wow. and the, the prize was an all-expense-paid cruise to the Bahamas, and then I brought home my prestigious Peach Theater Award, and they celebrated me, and I had a ball. Uh, it was it was wonderful. You know, we walked the red carpet and took pictures, and I didn't know any of the other award winners, and that's because we are... Uh, we're a group of people who have been doing what we do for years, that but have gone uh, pretty much under the radar. And they want their their hope is to bring us above the radar and say, "Hey, how could you have not seen what this person's been doing?" You know, that's what they're all about. And I was so grateful that they picked me. And when I got there, I was able to network and meet so many other people. I met people that have been on the Yama Van Sant show show and on the Oprah Network. These people, I mean, I recognize them, but I'm like, oh, I know you. You know, it was great. And they knew who I was, but I guess, you know, they know me. I know them just from being, because we're all under the radar. <laughs> That's what we are. But we all do a great work, and it was just a, a, a awesome honor to be there. And uh, not only that, I got to go to the Bahamas for free. I was like, hey, at a time when I really needed a vacation, and I was being celebrated. So uh, I went. I went by myself. And I was on that boat for five, seven days. I did the ceremony and got a chance to share my heart with these people who were there celebrating and, and just had a blast. I had a wonderful time. It was a great honor and a great celebration. And the, the founder and a few of the participants will be here in Las Vegas to celebrate with me at the festival uh, next week. So I'm excited about that, too. So, Ms. Michelle, what you also mentioned the business, that the Black Film Festival is a film festival, but there is a business associated with the film festival. What have you learned about the business from an example from when you first started and then where you are today? Well, um, in, you know, the business side of it is really you got to know you don't have – it takes a lot of money to put on an event like this, but you don't have to, you know, do bake sales and car washes and that type of thing to <laughs> to to raise the money. You just have to have a business mind. Uh, in that you have to have a vision written down on paper in the form of a business plan and a proposal so that the people with money can say, I see your vision, I'm going to take a chance on you with this vision, and here's some money to help you 
execute your vision. That is the biggest nugget that people with vision need to know. You can't just go into go to somebody with some money and say, I have this brilliant idea, and, you know, if you give me, you know, 50000 I probably can do it. You, Yeah, you come to me like that, and I'm going to be looking at you crazy. I'm not giving you no money. And I don't even know what, what – I don't see what you're talking about. Maybe you see it in your head, but it's in your head. Put it on some paper uh, in the form, in the in the proper format of a business plan, um, a sponsorship package, so that I can see the vision. I know what my dollars are being invested in, and then after, if in the event you're blessed enough to land somebody, anybody who will take a chance on your vision. The the next biggest nugget is to execute what you said with what you have. Don't quit. I mean, I didn't raise fifty thousand last year. That was my ultimate goal, but I did come up with twenty seven thousand, and I made it work with that. You know, so uh, with that business side of it, you know, my goal. I know how much it takes to to do the vision because I wrote it down. I did my research on the numbers. How much is this part going to cost? How much is that part going to cost? If I want to bring in these artists, how much is it going to cost? How much money do I need for the hotels, the the cars? It's a bunch of other detailed things that we have to take care of. You know, you have to consider your advertising costs, radio, newspaper, TV, uh, playbills, flyers, you know, all that stuff costs. It's not, none of it's free. Uh, And so you have to account for all of the detailed expenses and then put it on paper. So that when you go to your sponsors or potential sponsors, you have a plan, and then they can see. Okay, well, I'll give you uh, ten thousand because that will make me a premier sponsor, and uh, and that ten thousand sponsors want to know what they're getting. You say, well, with ten thousand, you already know five thousand. I gotta um, buy this, this or that, and I gotta pay for this, this or that. You get, you know, you take care of what you need to take care of, but you let them know where their name is going to appear uh so that so that they would get the the uh honor the recognition of being involved with what you are doing so the biggest thing is execute use the money that people give you for what you say you're going to use it for uh so many of our people and I just have to say this you know you get a little money and then you're like well you know I can spend 5000 go put me get me a new car so I can look like what I'm you know what I'm presenting, and then the rest of it, I can no. You have to use the money for what it's been given to you for. Don't a lot of our people pay themselves before the vision, before this car get even four tires on. You can't drive a two wheel car, so you gotta invest the money in the business. You cannot pay yourself out the gate. That is not how any business operates. So that's the business side of it. You have to know uh, what you're doing. Uh, you have to be a good steward over sponsorship money. You have to be detailed oriented as it relates to accounting, and you have to have people on your team that you can trust. You know, uh, so that you can execute with excellence. And then if you're able to pull that business side of it together with that creative side, then then you're blessed. And I would say I'm blessed because I, I mean, there's not there's not a lot of people on the planet that are both left and right brain. I am. You know. Some people are left-brained in that they're really good with numbers and accounting and whatever, and they're really, really good at it. And there's some people that are right-brained where they're good at the creative side, and you put a number in front of them, and, they're, and they're, it's like you know reading a foreign language to them. Uh, myself, I'm good on both ends, 
business side and the creative side. I'm both black and white. There's no gray with me. You know, I can write with my both my left hand and my right hand, and I can go from being a writer, producer, director, actress to being an accounting and business person, CFO of the company. <laughs> so, um, it takes a, a, a gift from God to be able to do that because it's like carrying the weight of, of the world. But uh, until your purpose is discovered, <laughs> your existence has no meaning. And uh, with that said, you ha- I know right now that everything that I was expecting in my life was already expecting me. Well, very well said. Uh, you know, again, I, we know that you have the signature orange carpet event. Uh, yep. there's, uh, uh You have the uh, up close and personal with uh, yep. Mr. Lou Gossett Jr. Uh, you also have a film competition. Uh, the yep. Actors Showdown. That really yep. blew up last year. Uh, it did. You're doing it again this year. Uh, yes, uh, again, share a little bit of, of more of the, of the response and what the Actors Showdown is. Well, the actors, again, are going to be in the boxing ring competing for the title, Best Heavyweight Actor. They will win a cash prize. They will win a lead role in an upcoming film. And they will walk away with the title, Best Actor, uh, which is a bragging right that a lot of people don't have. (laughs) You have to be good to get it. And um, uh, we we already have a a full list of competitors. We only have room for 20. So that that's already full. You cannot register for that. But if you want to come and watch that event, it is happening on Friday, April 24th, uh, beginning at 6 p.m. in the main ballroom. Uh, 6 p.m. and those tickets for spectators is just ten dollars at the door. Okay, and uh, in in addition to that, because this is a jam-packed event, multi-day event. You also have the High Rollers Pitch Fest. Yeah. Found the that a little bit. You, well, I did. You have to. That's the one where you. you it's a both learning experience and an interactive uh, experience where you get to pitch if you know how. And there's industry professionals and studio executives that are there waiting with a checkbook to write a check if they like your idea uh, to get it produced. And if you don't know how to pitch. You can sit there and listen to other people pitch and learn the art of uh, pitching your script in front of industry professionals. Absolutely. And folks that were at various events uh, getting the information uh, were there with their notebook and pen and raising their hand for questions. So uh, you don't get that. You don't get this type of uh, featured uh, type of event everywhere. So it would behoove you that want to do to be in the building. Yeah, you, you really, you really don't. <laughs> you don't get, get this type of opportunity at this rate everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Right. You know, and Shell, many, many festivals I went to. You know, I didn't get to talk to the. You didn't to get to talk, in, right? Right. I was. In the <laughs> they don't get a microphone to everybody. <laughs> no, no, no. They as don't. a moderator, <laughs> as an attendee, I'm telling you, they don't give you the microphone all the time. No, they don't. <laughs> you got to be, you know, in the know. So we we have that opportunity now, and we have wonderful, wonderful, experienced um, people here who are ready to pour. So don't miss it. April twenty third through the twenty sixth. 
And this is also going to have quite a bit of fun activities. You're hosting Stepping with the Stars, a black tie affair. Yeah, opening night, we have a party every night. You can't do a festival in Vegas and not have a party every night, right? (laughs) We are the party capital of the world right now. You're right. (laughs) So opening night after the screening of uh, my film, Institutionalized, we will have a a gala event, a party, where we will be getting our step on, our line dance on, and, and, and I drop it like it's hot on for those whose dresses aren't too tight and they can drop it. Um, and then, and then on uh, Friday night it's the all white party, which is after the day of workshop and the showdown. We want to go and unwind at the all white party, and then on Saturday after the screening of all of the independent films, we're going to unwind uh, at a, a black tie affair. Bring your best out, you know, your sequence, your yeah, your tuxedos or whatever. We're gonna do it like separate, stepping with the stars, uh, upscale event. It's gonna be super fun. It's a dance party, so don't come with your suit too tight that you can't move, you know. But but we want you to look real good. <laughs> and and then on Sunday, uh, we have the award ceremony where we have entertainment. Ken Young is coming to sing. Phil Flowers will be there singing. Tasha Como. We have a, a, a African dance ensemble. Uh, that will be there uh, doing a tribute to Mr. Louis Gossett, Jr., and all of the awards will be given away. Lots of entertainment and lots of food, good, good food on Sunday. It's an this is day. Vegas. <laughs> Champagne, bro. We're doing it Vegas style, boo. <laughs> you know, we like to eat. We like to eat here. And we like we to love to eat here. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we're doing on Sunday. It's going to be fabulous. Well, Ms. Michelle, thank you so much for joining us on Our Own Voices Live today. Uh, You said so many things that struck me. I love the fact that as you're traveling on this journey through your purpose, that you're providing opportunities and a platform for other people to find their purpose. Absolutely. Uh, And even yours truly, I had been wanting to do something with Steppers for a long time. I thought it was, I, I love watching it. I think it looked very classy. I think it speak a lot about Relationships. I've often said if people want to improve their relationships, learn how to step and go out stepping. Go step together. together. And, Study uh, that Bible and then go stepping. Take some stepping classes and enjoy each other. Exactly. Then, we have the class going on every Tuesday night at the CEO Hookah Lounge here in Las Vegas. So it's a fabulous class. I picked the best teachers in Las Vegas, and you can see them all over Facebook, and they are getting it in. I will be there t- this Tuesday. For those who have not gotten there, stepping with the stars, uh, weekend passes, I will be there, and I'm running a special just Tuesday only. Uh, normally, the weekend passes are like sixty-five dollars, but they're going to be fifty dollars while I'm there. After that, they go back to sixty-five. <laughs> All right. And I will be there for probably two hours. I'll get there about seven thirty. We'll be there until about ten, and then I'm out. And the, the ticket well, passes are fifty dollars while I'm there. That's fabulous. I hope you have something because, you know, our own voices live is international. Our listeners are all over the world. So maybe you could sneak a 15-minute sale in online or something. If you're going to be in Las Vegas April 23rd, (laughs) maybe Miss Michelle could work something out for our our own voices live listeners who aren't in the community. Absolutely. Uh, We'll we'll put that online. It will be available this Tuesday only. And for the international audience, I'll make it all day Tuesday. It'll just be whenever you log on on Tuesday, 
to the Las Vegas Black Film Festival website. You just click on Stepping with Stars and you buy your $65 pass, but we will change the price of it. It will be $50 online. All right. On so on this if Tuesday you're here in Las only. Vegas, meet Miss Michelle at the, at the Tuesday Night Stepping event, and you can get your discounted uh, ticket if you are not, but you hear our show, and you're going, you're going to attend the Black Festival. We're going to run a, a blue light special on Tuesday for those oh, outside no. of Las Vegas. <laughs> orange yes, light special. It. The orange right. light special, yes, to match our orange carpet. You're right. There you go, the orange <laughs> light special. I like it. <laughs> uh, again, Miss Michelle, thank you for all that you do in the community. Uh, for taking time out of your ultra-busy schedule today to spend some time with us and our listeners to share some information to inspire some of those young folks out there who may be aspiring to do some things in the acting community. I like that you shared not only what's going on in front of the camera, but also a lot of the stuff that goes on behind the scenes, behind the camera, that it takes a whole bunch of people to make this happen, and that you're providing right. a platform right. for those people as well. It just shows the giving spirit that you have. Maybe that's a part of how a person is when they find their spirit, when they find their purpose. Hopefully many others will find their purpose and be able to reach the goals and achieve the things that are before them. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Our Own Voices Live with our special guest, Miss Michelle, who is about to have her second annual Las Vegas Black Film Festival. Check the website. Check her Facebook page. You can go to our Facebook page. We will try to keep you updated on what's going on. Uh, You can always fall back to this show because there's nuggets of information that you can take with you and use not just for the upcoming event, but really she shared some things that can benefit you through all year long and throughout your life. Again, Ms. Michelle, if you had any uh, parting comments, please share them, and then we will be out. Well, uh just want everyone to text in to uh, LVBFF to 91011, and for more information about the festival, log on to LasVegasBlackFilmFestival.com. Look forward to seeing you all April 23rd, opening night uh, through the 26th next week. Let's go. Let's get it. All right, Angela, go ahead and close us out. You have been listening to Our Own Voices Live. I'm Angela Thomas. I am joined today by the fabulous Miss Michelle of the Las Vegas Black Film Festival and, of course, my fabulous co-host, Mr. Rodney Smith, and that brings us to a close of this fun-filled episode of Our Own Voices Live. Thank you so much for listening. Those that join us in the archive of the show, thank you for listening. You can pick it up on iTunes. And um, we out. Have a great week. Do your best. And we'll see you here next week at 1230 on the West Coast. 330 on the East Coast. All right, man. See you later. So long, everyone.